Hello everybody, how's everybody doing? What's going on? What's up? Today's subject is going to be fun. Uh, it's just called, uh, I don't trust pastors, gurus, political leaders, celebrities, and motivational speakers. Well, I guess it was a long time coming. So the reason I don't trust, again, pastors, gurus, political leaders, celebrities, and motivational speakers is quite simple. Those quote-unquote jobs that some might call a quote-unquote calling, uh, they require a masterful and careful handling and management of the ego. They're just a fact. And as we all know, a small minority of human beings can handle their ego properly. Most of us cannot. That's another fact. Now, firstly, no one goes into the preaching, motivational, and influencing game if they don't possess what I call a huge ego. It ain't happening. It means you think what you are saying is worthy for other people to hear. That takes a huge amount of confidence or sometimes called ego. Secondly, the bigger the ego, the harder it is to handle and manage. Thirdly, someone with a huge ego usually is not far from being a narcissist. Here's some useful information about narcissists. They tend to have an exaggerated sense of self-importance, a sense of entitlement, and require constant and excessive admiration. They expect to be recognized as superior, even when, even without achievements that warrant it. They exaggerate achievements and talents. They are preoccupied with fantasies about success, power, brilliance, beauty, or the perfect mate. They take advantage of others to get what they want. They behave in an arrogant and haughty manner, coming across as conceited, boastful, and pretentious. And there are so much more definitions and symptoms according to a study done by the Mayo Clinic. I'm sure you just pictured in your head some people that fit the description, didn't you? I know you did. I'm sure you did. The thing is, to become a guru, a pastor, or a motivational speaker, at the very least a good and ethical one, it requires a special set of skills that, again, uh, very few people possess. Being a guide of some kind, you must first understand the responsibility that falls on your shoulders. Suddenly, it is not about you, it is about others. It is about the collective well-being. A shepherd does things that will help his flock. A guy does things that will help his followers. A motivational speaker is there to motivate so others can get better, can be better, can improve. They, those motivational speakers shouldn't be there to be covered in praise and compliments so they could feel important. It's not about, it's not about vanity. That's not what true leaders, gurus, pastors, priests, celebrities, and motivational speakers do. But sadly, that's how it goes. Now, a true shepherd, a true guide, must follow a specific code of ethics. They must follow the code because they want to, not because they must. People who are entrusted with helping others must understand why they're doing what they're doing. It is not an easy job, and it is a tremendous responsibility. The way I see it, being a guiding light requires um, a list of skills such as, number one, self-sacrifice, okay? It means you truly and sincerely must put your ego, wants, needs, and agenda on the side so you can help others. What you want 
doesn't really matter. The only thing that matters is helping others, even if there isn't any gain for you. Can you do that? Very few people are that altruistic. To most people, being unselfish doesn't come naturally. So they must cultivate this precious skill. People with a sizable ego tend to not self-sacrifice often. Number two, patience. Now, that's a skill that is worth billions because it requires you not to be hasty, impetuous. You must wait. The people that, you're, that you are guiding won't get it the first time around because they're coming to you for help. Solving the problem won't be fast and precise. It will be slow and messy. You will need to have patience and accept that everyone moves at their own pace, not yours. Can you do that? Number three, empathy. Ooh, sociopaths and narcissists can't feel empathy, which is described, and it's a bit of a long description, but empathy is described as the action of understanding, being aware of, being sensitive to, and vicariously experiencing the feelings, thoughts, and experience of another, either uh, through the past or present, without having the feelings, thoughts, and experience fully communicated in an objectively ex explicit manner. In a few words, can you try to understand others? Can you put yourself in their shoes? Can you at least try? Can you understand what others, you know, where others are coming from? Can you understand they don't see the world as you do? If you cannot do any of this, you might as well look for another job respectfully. Number four, little to no judgment. I know this one is tough, isn't it? Not judging others is a close cousin to empathy, actually. Uh, current pain comes from past pain. When someone exhibits mean or destructive behavioral traits, it is coming from somewhere, most likely from their past. Uh, traumas... Uh, hurt, uh, wounds that haven't healed are part of the human experience. A guide mustn't judge those he's trying to help. Once again, easier said than done. Number five, humility. Humility. Humility is one of the hallmarks of holiness in the Christian religion. Saints are supposed to consider themselves not worthy of the honor God bestows upon them. They're not supposed to be boisterous, but they're supposed to be rather humble. Same goes for the guides and shepherds. They must show humility and prove they don't know everything. They must ask questions, seek answers, and recognize their own limitations, shortcomings, and failures. Those guides are not superhuman. They are actually as human as any of us. This might very well be the hardest skill to acquire and maintain. Now, number five. Love. Okay, on second thought, this is the hardest skill. This, is, this one is really complicated because as a guide or a shepherd, you cannot pick and choose who you love. <laughs> you must love all and try to be there for everyone, those who do good and, those, and especially those who do bad things. The last part ain't easy, trust me. Yet, being a guide requires loving those who follow you and it also requires wanting the best for them. Tricky, right? I know. This whole business of guiding others is not easy. Surely, if you are a guide, pastor, guru, political leader, celebrity, or motivational speaker, you are not here to do people's work, 
all right? I suppose you're here to offer guidance and advice, which once again, must be devoid of any self-interest. The people you are helping must do the work. You are not responsible for them or their actions. You can only offer guidance and advice and the rest, it's up to the individual. On a personal note, I still do not trust pastors, gurus, political leaders, celebrities, and motivational speakers as my default position, actually. I know it sounds like a, a bigoted position. Maybe it is. I'm fully aware of that. Yet, I'm going to say that I'm very comfortable with my choice, which is based on personal experiences. I have seen too many people use their influence, their charisma, their powerful presence, their means, their seductive powers, and their eloquence to fool and exploit people. Imagine putting your trust, your trauma, hell, your life into someone's hands, feeling safe with them, and then seeing the earth being yanked from under you. Imagine the pain, imagine the despair, imagine the betrayal. It takes a whole lifetime of self-sacrifice, humility, love, minimal judgment, patience, and empathy to be a good guide or a shepherd. Well, again, very few people can be that amazing, meaning the majority must be self-serving and egotistical to stronger and lesser degrees. I'm not saying they're evil people. Let's relax a little bit. I'm simply saying some of those people who want to guide and influence others are not suited for this job or calling, so to speak. I believe most of them have a hard time separating their own ego with their people's needs. All those skills I mentioned before usually don't come easily to us humans. That's why we must cultivate them. We, must, we have to work on them, practice them, and reinforce them. That is another conscious skill, knowing you must look after and polish those precious skills. Infinite. I do not trust <laughs> pastors, gurus, political leaders, celebrities, and motivational speakers. Most of them are slightly, if not overly, pretentious and arrogant, at least the ones I have met. You can see it in their eyes and behavior. And again, if they lose me as a customer or as a follower, their livelihood and certainly their ego will not suffer one bit. So my dislike of them doesn't affect them. Again, all this, just one man's opinion. Now smile and go on with your day.